I am here and very excited to be here with Sherry Thompson from Diamond by Design. And Diamond by Design today meets Net of Love. So Sherry, welcome to my podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Absolutely, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. And for anybody new to Sherry, I've known Sherry my whole life, which is really exciting sometimes how people come back around in ways you never would expect it to happen. So I'm so excited for that, number one. And Sherry is a high-performance mindset coach. So we are going to have a really fun conversation as we're both life coaches, and we're going to talk about her business, and we're going to talk about what people may be experiencing right now and needing support with based on our our observations of working with clients and just kind of the collective energies on how to support people right now. So Sherry, why don't you start with your business and just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So my business is Diamond by Design. Um, I am, as Amanda mentioned, a high performance mindset coach, and I really focus on empowering ambitious women to really go after anything that they want in life and and to design a life that they absolutely love, right? And we do this by understanding, you know, allowing you to understand who you are, what you truly desire, and then mastering your mindset to make it all happen. Because it's so important today to, to really be living in passion and purpose, right? And I always like to say to shine like the diamond that you are, because we're all diamonds, perfectly imperfect. Um, that's what I like to say. And, um, and we just need to be able to shine our light as brightly as we want to, right? It's inside of us and we need to make that, that brightness appear and, and come out. So that's really what I focus on. And as far as myself, a little bit of background to introduce myself, I am a single mom, um, been divorced twice, been through so many things in life um, that have allowed me to be here today right? Um, to be able to share my knowledge, my experiences, and then back it up with science and physics um, and really universal consciousness to uh, bring the information to you and bring change to you as well. So that's my focus. A little bit about myself. I do have an eight-year-old uh, little boy who is absolutely the light of my life. Uh, his name is Brady. So, um, so you'll probably hear a little bit about him uh, if you follow me at all as well. So... <laughs> And it's perfect what you're saying because you are a brilliant divine feminine who is just shining as you speak. So it's just so wonderful for women to be able to admire that and support that in each other because we've had a lot of models and you think like back to high school days when women think back to those moments and all the mean girl pieces to be able to shine. I always feel like it helps other people give them permission that it's okay to shine it's okay to shine. Absolutely. We don't ever have to always wonder, wonder and worry about being too much or being not enough and just shine, just shine. Yeah. So that was a beautiful way to say that. Um, it reminds me of one of my favorite poets is Rumi and a quote that he said, and it was, let what you love be what you do. And my experience I was running in the rat race so intensely and so fast. And I was having this passion and this purpose come in. And I knew I like all the energy. I felt it that I needed to shift. And I had a huge spiritual awakening connected to it as well. What would you say to women who are out there right now, who are experiencing this exhaustion and this depletion and just feeling like they can never, they're on that hamster wheel and can never get anywhere. And they're constantly running in circles. Yeah, you know, that's a great question, Amanda. I, you know, I would have to say that I think what's, what's really driving them is fear and worry and doubt, 
right? It's, it's fear, worry, and doubt. And what happens, and, and I can relate to your story too, because I was in the rat race too, right? Like, you know, making yeah. multiple six years, doing my thing, working my butt off, right? It's just doing all the things. And on the outside, everything looked amazing. But on the inside, I was really dying, right? Because I was no longer fulfilled. And I think that so many women can relate to our story, right? Because there's so many people feeling this way. So, you know, living in, in fear, doubt, and worry, what happens is, you know, we're not fulfilled, but then we don't make the change. We don't make any changes. We don't do anything about it because of that fear, right? But how do we get out of it? Well, we have to do something. We have to change. And I think the most limiting thing for, for women, especially is, is dealing with our self-image because, you know, we tend to wear the smile, we put on the mask, right? And on the outside, everything looks amazing, but in the inside, we're really dying, right? And so we have to really work on that self-image. And a lot of times, you know, the things about us that we believe and we portray to others, it looks amazing, but what is actually going on the inside, the things that you're actually feeling and believing about yourself is what is actually coming out in your results. So if you're getting results that you don't want and you're feeling this way, you really need to start focusing on who you are. Because until you really understand who you are at your core and what is holding you back, you're not going to be able to have change, right? Absolutely. And you can't hide from your self-image. You can't hide from it. It's in right. there. Right. It's buried, right? It's in there deep. And, and yes. I mean, I'll share with you that even in my journey of coaching and going through working with a coach one-on-one, -on -one, um, before I started doing this and offering this to other people, gosh, when I was working on self-image, I literally was in tears. I right. mean, I was, I had my coach on a zoom and we're talking about some things that like I didn't, that came up for me that I didn't even realize I had, right. Yeah. It was like, it was buried so deep that I'm like, holy crap. And then I'm just in tears because it's all coming out. And, but what a relief. So if you can just really allow yourself to, just find, you know, what it is that's really holding you back on the inside and be able to eliminate that fear, doubt, and worry, then you can really step into who you want to be. Yeah. And allowing yourself to be vulnerable, to actually take time for yourself, love yourself enough to take time to do that work and find yeah. people that can help you do that work. And that's one of the reasons I've started Net of Love. Um, when it, it reminds me what you're saying about, um, we're kind of moving into this time of authenticity where we're not hiding behind the mask. We're opening what may feel like a prison or jail cell sometimes. And we're just coming out of the cage and, and want to figure out how we fly and get all the tools we need and the techniques to figure out how we can fly. And we need to heal before we can do that. We need to, like you just said, we need to pull up that shadow and those pieces that are keeping us down and keeping us from standing in our power to do the things that we truly enjoy and love. And, Absolutely. and, you know, I think about, you know, we're both moms and a lot of times there's these societal imprints on what mom should be doing and how it should look. And exactly, you know, like you said, like married in the house and working, both working, most, most families, both mother and father are working at this point and you're a single mom. And, and I know that is not a simple thing to do and run your own business. So what would you say to the moms who may just be kind of going along and not 
not really thinking about how they can step into their authenticity because of those fears of needing to have food on the table and the money issues. And we can talk about abundance a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think first of all, that you have to give yourself some grace, right? I think, I think we're our own biggest critics, right? We, we tend to just really look at ourselves and think that we're not enough. We're not doing enough. We're not, you know, and then we're putting all of our energy and focus into everyone else. And as a single mom, as a mom, even a married mom, right? Your focus goes into your children. It goes into your marriage. It goes into all these things and you forget about yourself and you lose yourself along the way. Right. So, and especially as a single mom, right? You've gone through probably a divorce or a breakup in a relationship now you're single, you've got all this, you know, stress on you and you're allowing this to come in and you're allowing your environment to really dictate what you do. And the thing that you want to do is you want to be able to be in control, right? You want to control that. You want to live from the inside out, not yeah. the outside in, right? True diamond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I think the first step in that is just showing yourself some grace, realizing that you are enough. And that if you want to step into something else that you can, and it's really all about mindset, right? Because if you tell yourself you can, you will. And if you tell yourself you can't, you won't. Right. It's simple. Right. And that those inner critic networks that women have, um, and I want to say inherited because they have, they've inherited them through so many different, so many different things. Um, It's conditioning, right? It's conditioning. It's so intense. It's so mm -hmm. intense. And when we start to be mindful and look at those inner critic networks and where we're not, you know, you talk about the, I am, I talk about that a lot with my clients as well. And whatever flows from, I am becomes your belief about yourself, but it also emanates to your outer reality. And that concept about shifting into being a diamond and holding your power and creating your reality, there really has to get to this point where it's no longer about pleasing society, pleasing the outer reality because people are going to say something no matter what you do whenever something happens so you almost have to move into this place where you don't care you love people very much but you don't care what they think it doesn't have an impact on your decision making or your path because you're sovereign and you're making your own path and the naysayers are probably not the ones that you should really be pulling into your field because they're not supporting you in the great changes that you're making for yourself So I think one of the things that happens when people start a healing journey is even sometimes the family dynamics are interesting because you think of um, family therapy and and, um, family therapy systems. When one person tries to make a change, the family is like, wait, what's happening? Why are they doing that? And then it doesn't work and it doesn't flow. and, and, And I can't relate to them the same way I did. And then they try to kind of pull you back. And, it, and it, they struggle with that. Have you experienced that or do you see that with your clients too? Yeah. So you know what? This is this is really interesting. You, you mentioned a couple of things. It's worrying about what other people think, right? I always tell my clients that you cannot worry about what other people think. It's actually one of the greatest things that holds people back from success Huge. is worrying about what other people think, right? So you have to create this mindset that it doesn't matter right? And again, that that's burning desire, right? And, um, and I guess, you know, I guess I'd say for myself, right, I released a half a million dollar a year career to step into my passion and my purpose. And when I did it, 
gosh, everybody thought I was crazy. You know, I had a few people in my life who were like, yes, go for it, do it. You can do it, right? Those are the right influences. And then I had several people in my life who were like, you're crazy. And I still have people in my life, family members, friends who are like, really? Like, you know, what are you doing? Why are you doing this, right? Um, And I always say, if people think that you're crazy, then you're probably on the right path right? That's <laughs> great. I love that. That's so beautiful. That's you have to start thinking. You have to have a mind shift, right? You have to shift yeah. the way you think about what other people think about what you're doing because they don't know you. You know right. yourself best, right? Right. And so you kind of, you have to learn to reject it, right? You just have to reject it. I'm going to yeah. reject that thought process. Okay. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you know, for me, like if I look back and even many of my clients, a lot of times, you know, it's just people who have worry, doubt, and fear, right? It's people maybe in your life that truly do care about you, but they're worried about you, right? Because they're living in a low level of awareness. They're on a low frequency. They don't really understand what it is you're trying to do. And anybody who wants to take a quantum leap in their life and do something extraordinary or something outside the box are always going to be viewed by people who are not on that same frequency or level of awareness as doing something ridiculous or crazy. Okay. Okay. Again, show yourself and then create the mindset to just reject it. And that's what you have to do. And, you know, I'll go back to the family dynamic. You know, it's really interesting. I've had some people who have said, um, you know, geez, if I, if I go through your program, Sherry, I'm like, you know, I don't want to end up divorced. Right. Like, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Where my marriage is. Um, but gosh, if I get so strong in my mindset and the people around me don't, what is that going to look like? And it scares people, right? They don't want to take that first step even to even do anything about changing because what if it does, what if the relationship is kind of okay right now and it's just going to make it worse if I change and step into don't. my power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so what I, what I have found, and this has actually happened with clients of mine, um, is it actually strength. It can strengthen your mm-hmm. marriage. It can strengthen your relationships because what happens is I tell people, whatever you put out, you get back more of, right? So whatever you put out into the universe, you're going to get it back. And so if you're constantly focused on negative and you're constantly focused on how crappy your relationship is or how, you know, miserable you are or all these negative things, right. Then you're going to get more of that. But hear this, if you start focusing on what's positive, right. And you start saying to yourself, you start focusing on what you want instead of what you don't want. Right. So, you know, I want my relationship to be harmonious. I want to feel loved. I want to feel joy. I want to come home and for my partner to have a smile on his face and, and, or her face, um, and, um, just, you know, be in the most amazing relationship to feel, you know, satisfied in every way in my relationship. And you start focusing on the things that you want and you tell yourself this every single day and you write it out 10 times in the morning and you write it out 10 times at night. And and you really focus on that and start your day that way and end your day that way. Guess what? Your attitude of gratitude is going to show and shine through and your partner is going to see that and they react to that, right? If you come home and you're angry and you're picking on them and you're, you know, I don't like that you did this. I don't like that you did that, right? 
but you're coming from it from an attitude of gratitude, you change that whole dynamic of just even the environment you're in, right? right. So now you're controlling the environment and they're either, you know, they're, they're a lot of times going to come back to you with that same, maybe not the exact same positivity, right? But their attitude is going to change because your attitude towards them has changed. And mm-hmm. I have seen this work over and over and over with clients and they're in awe. They're like, yes. Even believe this is happening, yeah. right? And and listen, sometimes sometimes it just is what it is. You know, sometimes marriages just go a different direction, right? And um and you have to find your power and step into it. And and sometimes they come along for the ride, and sometimes they don't, right? But I never, I always tell my clients, don't force them into what you are doing. Just work on yourself because when you're the best version of you, and you're projecting that, you're gonna get more of that back. And if you don't then something's wrong, you know, in that relationship besides just your attitude, right? Right. And you can explore that in other ways. Yeah. And relationships are changing right now because it used to so much be about, um, I'm requiring you and I'm expecting this from you and I need you to fill my cup. And now mm-hmm. so many people are stepping into their power to say, I'm going to start filling my own cup. And then when my cup is filled, full full, and your cup is full, we're two whole people meeting each other. And we're no longer in these triggering scenarios that so many marriages have struggled with because two diamonds are meeting each other versus two empty cups meeting each other. And you're right. It, or one person, you know, becomes a full cup and the other one's still empty and it just can't jive together and it doesn't work. And you can no longer resonate with that anymore. So it's definitely the individual and what works best for them. But the excellent point that you were making when you're creating your reality and no longer living in that like survivalist consciousness fear. And I can't stand this. This is awful. I don't want to interact with this person anymore this way. We can create self-fulfilling prophecies, not only with partnerships, romantic partnerships, but with friendships. And when we start to, I, I kind of call them energetic cords. When we start to send golden light down those energetic cords and see them in their greatest light and power, we start to shift that relationship and we start meeting them there instead of creating the same old storylines that we have for so long about, oh, they're such a pain or they're so annoying or they never pick up this or do that. When we shift that mindset, and we start going more from the more ascended state of consciousness versus survivalist, we can start influencing our outer reality in really beautiful ways and make our relationships so much better. Oh, so yeah, you're putting that out into the universe. You're actually helping them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I seeing mean, right yeah. there and your higher aspect starts to meet their higher aspect, and, mm-hmm. and you're no longer creating the same old stories that are keeping them down and limited. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a great example of this because, uh, and I'm just going to use myself because I went through a divorce and it was pretty nasty. Okay. And, um, and man, I mean, it was, it was tough and it was rough and we didn't have a great relationship for a while afterwards. And when I really focused my energy on positive affirmations for him, Mm right? Even after you'd separated, right? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Totally shifted everything for him. And he even would have conversations with me saying like, who are you? Like, you know, and I was still that person at my core, but I never focused on that. Right. Mm -hmm. I was always focusing on all the negative. And when I shifted that and focused on 
who, you know, the things that I'm grateful for from him and get away from the things I was angry at him for. Yes. It totally shifted his attitude. We came together. We now, um, you know, we have a great relationship. We're great friends and we're able to co-parent from a completely different place. And it's amazing. People even are like, how, like, how could you forgive some of the things that he did? And like, it's not, I mean, you, you have a choice in life. We can talk about forgiveness. Yeah. You do. So choose happy, choose grace, choose joy, right? Because it takes just as much energy, energy to be miserable and unhappy and mad and angry as it does to be happy and joy and have gratitude for someone. And, you know, they can screw up a million times. And of course you have to have your boundaries. I'm not saying don't have boundaries, right? Absolutely. Yep. But, but I'm just saying like, wow, when you shift that energy for them, not mm-hmm. only for yourself, but even for them, it can come back to you in, in great ways. So, and that's so important what you just said, because then we get into children, right? And it, you think of all the parenting and, you know, the divorce rate in this country and across the world. And then, you know, when we stand in our sovereignty, when our cup is full and we're standing in our power and our joy, we're doing it for our children too. We're doing it for our children and families are never completely disconnected, no matter how how many, you know, how much divorce plays into it. So the more we can heal those lines, the better it is always for children, always for children, married or divorced. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they need that healthy environment. So it's so, so important. I want to go back to what you said before about people thinking you're crazy. And I always say to people, I'd rather be crazy than boring. Absolutely. Right. You got to have fun in this life. And, you know, why are we just fitting into the mold all the time and doing yeah. the same old thing over and over again? Right. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Let's talk about forgiveness for a minute, because that's really powerful. And I think a lot of people that I find that I work with um, hold, hold there's forgiveness of self, too. So they hold either anger or frustration or these, you know, these trauma cords with people in their lives or for themselves. And guilt is such a, it's connected to that forgiveness so much self guilt. And then the, the burning fire of, of rage where we can't forgive somebody. And I always say to people, who's the person you can't stand the most that you can't forgive. That's where you have to focus on right now. That's where you have to focus because it's like that hot coal. I think it was a Buddha, a quote from Buddha. It said the hot coal of anger is only burning your belly. It's not hurting the other person. And when we forgive, we're healing ourselves. And it's not even about the other person when we forgive. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, wow. That's so powerful, Amanda. You know, and it kind of goes back to everything I just shared, right? It's 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 really, you know, it's about grace for yourself and it's about grace for others, but at the same time, healing you, right? Mm-hmm. Um and it's so powerful. And I, you know, I'm a strong proponent of everything you just said. You just have to, you know, you have to dig, you know, it's hard, hard sometimes, right? I'm not saying it's easy, but it is a choice. It's a choice. Like you, your mind is so powerful that you can tell your mind what you want it to believe. And it believes it. Yeah. Yep. If you really, you know, just dig in and tell yourself over and over and over again, it will believe it. And so you have a choice and you can change 
that thought process, you can, you can eliminate that anger. And again, you can reject it. You have the power. You know, I always say, you know, nobody really knows what the mind looks like. Right. But in, in what I do and what I teach, I break down the mind into two parts. And I say, you have your conscious and your subconscious, right? And your conscious is where everything comes in. You're using your five senses, everything comes in. And in your conscious mind, you have the ability to accept or reject anything. Okay. You have that ability. You have that higher faculty. And um, it's really what sets us apart from everything else in the animal kingdom, right? Because we are, we have that ability. And then your subconscious mind has to accept anything that you give emotion to. And so when you take in that initial idea, so let's just talk about anger for a moment, like you were saying, if you allow that anger in into your conscious mind, you're aware of it, right? But you give it emotion and you accept it, then you push it into your subconscious and your subconscious has to accept it. It can't reject it. And once it's in there, it's in there, right? And then you have to change it in order for it to change. And so you know, this, this is wrapped around what I teach around paradigms, right? And most people don't know what a paradigm is, but it's really just, you know, beliefs. It's, it's, it's like an operating system in a computer, right? It's what you've been, you know, it's all of um, your habitual behaviors, your habits that have been given to you by others over time and everything that you believe that you've given emotion to that is sitting in your subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And so if you have all this anger sitting in there, you have to change it and how to change it is to change the paradigm. It's to change the belief. It's to change the habit. Right. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that is through repetition and it's through choice. And, you know, some people can do it like that. Not many, (laughs) right. Some people can just make the decision and do it. I am capable of doing that in some instances, um, but not many people are. Um, most of the time it takes repetition. It takes really focusing again, focusing on what it is you do want, putting that into your conscious, putting emotion to it, allowing it to go into your subconscious and now having that new habit or new belief. And, and, and again, I go back to, it's a choice, right? You get to decide you can decide people will say, well, there's no way I can forgive them. Yes, there is. There's no way I can fix my marriage. Yes, there is. There's no way I can make a relationship better with my children. Yes, there is. You have the choice. You just don't know how to do it because you weren't taught how. Exactly. Exactly. And a a lot of people don't know about the subconscious and the iceberg under the iceberg and all those things. And a lot of this work is unfurling what your beliefs are so that you can consciously change them. And then you become, you download the new operating system that you want for yourself which is taking power back, taking your power back. You're no longer a victim to your outer reality and you're taking your power back, trying to find your joy. Yeah. Wonderful. You're responsible for you. Right. And what I always say, my biggest teaching is self-love and it's holding self-love through this whole process because especially women and some men too, eat themselves alive. Um, from the inside out and and being that critic and being so hard on themselves. And when you have a bad day or you want to, you need to cry for a few hours, let yourself do it. If you, if you're exhausted, let yourself sleep. Like, why do we have to be so hold such a guilt over, over everything that we do sometimes? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that do it way more than others. And I always say, if we can just get rid of guilt, like it's a wasted emotion, it's an absolute wasted emotion. 
Oh, you are so spot on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> does not help anything. And it just hurts you inside. Yes. <laughs> Especially mother's guilt, right? Because you could do oh, that every day. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. You know, that's that's what I try to do and help my clients with is, is really, you know, the only difference between me and them when they first start is I have the tools to do it and they don't, right? Yeah. So you just have to learn the tools because you weren't taught. You weren't taught this stuff, no, right? Absolutely. All right, my dear, how do people find you? What's your website? Let's give out your info, okay? Oh my gosh, yeah. So my website is diamondbydesign.com. Mm-hmm. So you'll want to visit that diamondbydesign.com. On the website, you're going to see all of the resources. Um, you'll have access to a free series called the I Am Series. So if you are that person, like Amanda talked about in the very beginning, that's a little stuck and is not really knowing how to take that first step, you know, I encourage you to register for that because the I am series is free and, you know, it's three modules. It's about 20 minutes, um, for each module. And it's really going to, uh, help you to really uncover some of the things that maybe you're struggling with and put you on a path. And so I'd encourage that. Um, everything about what I do and offer is on the website. There's even a place where you can book a strategy call. So if you're feeling stuck and you're like, I just need to have a conversation, um, you know, happy to have a 20 minute conversation with you, just kind of see where you're at, um, and how we can best serve you or help you on your journey. Um, so that's where you find me and all the resources getting into my Facebook groups, all that stuff you'll find, um, through my website as well. So wonderful. Yeah. Our work is so similar. That's why this was beautiful resonance, beautiful resonance. Oh my gosh, um, how we came together is amazing. And I'm just so excited about it because I, yeah. I see us doing many things together. Because I agree. Just, I think so too. Beautiful, beautiful drive. Awesome. Yes, I agree. And I want to give a, a quick shout out too to Casey Townsend because Casey, um, Graphics by CT, did all of Sherry's graphic design works and her gorgeous um, images and portraits. And she did my net of love designs as well. So we'll give a shout out to her too. Maybe I'll get her another beautiful divine feminine who's, who's just amazing. And I I was so impressed with how she took just a conversation and a couple images and just made it so perfect with my energy signature. So really cool stuff. So the more we can support each other and our work and keep helping women and men heal and thrive and live in joy is, is all for the better. So thank you so much, Sherry. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. All right. Have a blessed day. You too.